You're listening to The Vine Podcast, episode 93. There are so many investments that you can make in order to help you scale your food blog. It's hard to know when the right time is to make the leap for most of these. So how can you decide which investments are right for your business right now in this season? It involves a process for evaluating your business to see where your greatest needs are right now and then making a strategic plan and decision based on what is most urgent and important. So today I'm going to walk you through that process of making that decision and really figuring out how to decide on the big investments you're facing for your blog. Hey friend, I'm Madison Wetherill, a web designer and branding strategist for food bloggers and your host for the Vine podcast. This show is all about supporting you as a food blogger as you grow your business. I'll share tips for designing your business and your website with intention so that you can build a blog that fits into your life, not consumes it. You'll hear tips for connecting with your audience, growing your blog, and tips for managing and designing your website, all in short, easy to consume, and actionable episodes. If you're ready to think differently about the strategies and tactics that you need to grow your food blog, you are in the right place. I'm so excited that you're here, friend. Let's get started. Welcome back, friends. It feels like it has been quite a while since I have sat down and recorded any episodes. I got really far ahead because of the Food Blogger Summit, which we just wrapped up last week. So if you are a brand new listener tuning in after hearing about it at the Food Blogger Summit, I'm so excited that you are here. For those of you who don't know, last week, as you're listening to this live, we hosted a virtual summit for food bloggers who were really looking to take the next steps in figuring out how to scale their food blog. And we had over 2000 food bloggers who signed up and not all of those people were necessarily, you know, showing up to the event and everything like that. But it was just so amazing to see the few hundred people who really were super engaged and active in the event. And it was just an amazing, amazing week. And so I'm coming off of sort of the high of that week and also the exhaustion of that week and really just wanted to make sure to get this podcast recorded. So like I said, if you are tuning in for the first time after the Food Blogger Summit, welcome. I'm so glad that you are here. If you are a regular listener, I'm so glad that you are here as well. If you are interested in checking out the Food Blogger Summit today, if you're listening live as this episode goes out on November 2nd, today's the very last day that you can grab the Food Blogger Summit presentations from this year. So if you're interested in that, please go over to thefoodbloggersummit.com and check that out. And if you are catching this episode a little bit later, you can also head over there to sign up for the waiting list so that you will hear about it when we do the next round. Now, as I always start every episode, I like to do a quick introduction just to who I am and the business that I run. So my name is Madison Wetherill. I'm obviously the host of the Vine podcast, and I'm also the designer and founder of Grace and Vine Studios. And we work with food bloggers who are looking to take their business to the next level, and they are wanting to do that through a custom website design and brand. So it has been so much fun to be able to work with some really amazing clients this year and really hone in on what our clients need. And really what food bloggers in that intermediate to advanced season are really looking for and what they really need in order to take their business to the next level. So as we get closer to the end of the year, I know so many of you are going to start thinking about what you want to do with your website for next year. So if you are considering redesigning in 2022, or if you are considering you know, rebranding and having a new logo design, we would love to see if we're a good fit to work together. So you can always head over to graceandvinestudios.com, click on the services tab to learn how we work with clients. So speaking of investing in your blog, that is exactly what we are talking about today. And just as a disclaimer, I am not only talking about investing in your website, there are tons of other ways that this can play out. So don't 
tune this out just because you know you know that I'm a web designer. I know that there are so many more investments that you can make, whether they're big or small, in your business. And so we're gonna cover sort of a general overview of how you can make decisions on those big purchases for your blog. So it is super easy to get that shiny object syndrome when it comes to investing in your blog. Like I said, there's so many things that you could invest in and really at the stage that you are likely at in your business, it's not surprising that you've probably made one or two big investments over the years as you have grown your food blog. So when one comes up, it's really helpful to have a system around how you're going to decide if that's the right choice for right now. So the very first thing you're going to do when you are faced with the decision of whether or not to invest in something for your blog is to really take a look at your business as a whole and to analyze your business. So I want you to spend some time thinking about the answers to these questions when it comes to your overall business. Okay, so really take some time and ask yourself, what is your biggest struggle right now for your business? Because if your biggest struggle right now is growing your traffic to qualify for Mediavine, you're going to make decisions that are much different than someone who is maybe looking to invest in something that would up-level their brand and have them be on sort of a higher platform, something that would be more on a national scale or more of a personal brand and something like that. So You really have to think about what are your biggest struggles? Are you struggling to get enough traffic to qualify for an ad network? Are you struggling with, you know, figuring out what your PR strategy is going to be to market a cookbook that you have? There are a lot of different things that this could boil down to, but it will really help you to to get focused on where you need support right now. And then the second question you'll ask is, where are you being held back from growing? So often when our clients come to us before they want to redesign their website, they find that their current website is holding them back. It's holding them back from being able to make changes to their homepage or to be able to sell products or just to be able to represent their brand in a really professional way. So think about it in this way. If I was able to wave a magic wand and give you exactly what you want to be able to help you grow or what you think you need to be able to help you grow, what would that thing be? And that is really gonna help you to get laser focused on what it is that you need to invest in to help you grow. And then the last question when you're analyzing your business is asking yourself what is not working right now? Because sometimes we want to invest in something because it sounds fun or you know it just kind of has that shiny object syndrome and it's what everyone else is doing so we think we should do it too but we really need to invest in fixing something that is a broken part of our business might be a broken process or a broken tool in your business and so you really want to look at this from a really strategic and objective perspective and not get sort of your emotions caught up in it so what is your biggest struggle right now where are you being held back from growing and really what is not working and those three answers should give you some clarity at least around the buckets in which you might decide to invest. So if you really narrow in on this, you'll be able to figure out whether something like investing in a mastermind or investing in a tool like a course or investing in a service like having your website designed is the right fit for you right now. So the next thing that you want to analyze and ask yourself is where do you want to go next? So for example, if you want to photograph a cookbook, but you lack confidence in your photography skills, then a photography course or mentorship or a new camera lens might be a good investment over a course on SEO, for example. If you want to increase your traffic, a course on SEO or hiring an expert to help you with that might be a good investment. If you really want to spend less time working on your blog, then maybe you need to hire a specialist to help you get to that next level, or maybe you need to hire someone like a VA who can help you with managing your blog. 
If you want to grow your email list, but you can't edit your homepage of your website, then maybe considering a website redesign and branding would be a good fit for you to really get clarity on how you're going to grow your email list and then also helping to implement it to your website. The next question that you're going to ask yourself is, do you have the capacity for what this investment is going to require right now? So if you are investing in anything big for your blog, it is likely going to take some effort on your part to implement either what you're learning or what you are being asked to do from maybe a service provider. So for example, if you were investing in a new website with us or with somebody else, you're going to need to do the homework required to help the designer know what your website needs and to really understand your audience and to build a strategy around that. If you're joining a coaching program that you're you're going to need to put in the time to show up to the calls and to do any homework that is given to you or just to really put that time into your business. And so it's really important to just think about your time capacity in your current season of life and in the current season of your business before investing into something to help you grow your business. Because the worst thing that you could do is invest a ton of money into something like a new website, like a course, like a mastermind program, and then not be able to put the time in to really get the most out of your investment. And then the last question that you're going to ask yourself or the last set of questions is, can you afford this investment? So there is obviously a limit to what you can afford in your business, whether that is your money that your business is bringing in or it's the money that you're willing to spend from your personal you know, life in order to cover this expense. So when you're first getting started, a mistake that I see a lot of food bloggers making is assuming they're going to be able to get away with everything being free. And I want to just reiterate the fact, I've talked about this before on the podcast and I've talked about this with many people before, but even if your blog is just getting started and it's not making money, you probably spend a ton of money every month on or every year on hobbies that you enjoy. And so even if your blog doesn't take off and doesn't become a six-figure blog or anything like that, investing in it is not a waste because it could be something that you just enjoy and you don't know what could happen if you invest in your blog. There are so many food bloggers out there who wish they would have invested in things like a stable theme or an SEO audit or a custom website or even just a logo design to really help them understand their audience and have some visual to represent that. There's so many people who wish they had done those things sooner so that they would have seen the results that those things got them sooner. So I just wanted to clarify that, that just because your blog isn't making money doesn't mean you can't invest into your blog. I am not recommending that you go into debt for it or that you spend unwisely, but I am saying that sometimes when you are just getting started, you have to make that sacrifice to make the investment into different things. You don't have to go all in and, you know, spend a ton of money on things, but there are certain things that if you did it right away, like having a good hosting company or again, having like a stable theme, that those things are really going to help you to grow and they're going to help you in the long run. So those are really good things to consider. But if you're considering a really big investment, then you may want to look very strategically at if your business is bringing in enough money to cover this expense. You might want to think about how many months of revenue you might need to bring in in order to cover that expense. You just need to be realistic about these things because money obviously does not grow on trees and you don't want to be unwise in your investment because you're not going to get the most out of that investment if you are not making it wisely. On the flip side though, if your business is not bringing in enough money yet or you don't feel comfortable with taking that big investment, what other work could you possibly do to help you pay for that expense? I feel like this is a really normal thing in sort of the real world and not in the business world. If you wanted to buy something, you would save for it. Or if you wanted to maybe 
upgrade your wardrobe, you might sell some of your old clothes in order to pay for that new wardrobe. But when it comes to business expenses, we get really sort of narrow-minded when it comes to what we can actually afford. And again, I'm not saying that you should go and spend money in a way that is irresponsible, but I am saying that if you know you need to invest in something, whether it is small or big, but you're not sure about the investment, what can you do to prioritize saving for it? Or what additional freelance work could you potentially do in order to bring this on? So a really good example might be if you don't do a ton of sponsored posts normally, or you don't really do food photography for other people, maybe Maybe in this season when you are trying to save up for an expensive course, you could do a couple of extra jobs in order to bring in that extra money. If you're really used to a certain amount of ad revenue coming in, but you need to increase that in order to be able to afford something, then really get strategic about how you might be able to do that. And if you can't, maybe there are some other expenses that you want to lower temporarily to be able to afford this expense. There's really a lot of ways that you can do this, and I think at the end of the day, it really comes down to deciding whether or not this investment is worth your time. And if it is, and if it's important for the growth of your business, then I think you can really get scrappy to figure this out and figure out a way to afford it. And the other side of the coin of being able to afford the investment is really thinking about can you afford not to make this investment? So for example, if your page speed is failing and you are struggling to pass Core Web Vitals, not redesigning your website or updating it in some way could potentially cost you a lot if your rankings drop on some of your top posts because you have an outdated website and because Google starts to penalize you for that. So when you think about can you afford the investment? You really have to think of both sides of this because if it's something like a new camera lens that you just really want but isn't going to directly impact how much money you're able to make, then maybe you decide to wait on that and instead maybe you hire someone to fix some of the problems you have on your site. So there's really both of those sides and they're both super important to consider when you are looking at investing into something on your blog. So as I've been talking, I am sure that a few ideas have come to mind of things that you know you want to invest in soon. And I want to just give you the permission that maybe you need to make those investments. If they are going to further your business, if they are going to help you to streamline your process or to make more money in your business, I want to give you the permission that you might need to make that investment. It's okay to invest in your business. And honestly, it is safe to invest in your business. What happens when we have big investments that are coming up, our brain goes into fight or flight mode a little bit and it starts to tell us that we can't do it, that there's something wrong with this or, you know, we shouldn't be doing this right now because of X, Y, Z. And having that discernment and having, you know, just awareness of what you should be doing in your business is so important. And I am not trying to undermine that at all, but I am saying that sometimes our brains want to keep us safe and sometimes we need to be okay with trusting ourselves and trusting our gut when it's telling us that we need to make an investment. And again, this can be big investments or it can be small investments in our business. But I just want to tell you that it is okay to invest in your business. And so often when you invest in your business, you are investing in yourself. And when I really started to treat my business in that way, and I started to trust myself when it came to investing into things like growing my team and courses and membership programs and things like that, that is when I really saw sort of the the gates open up and that my business really start to grow in a way that I didn't even know was possible. And so for you, as you are really considering these big investments, I hope this process has been helpful just to help walk you through how to really think about these from 
every angle. And I would love for you to, somewhere that you'd like to take notes, write down what types of investments you're considering right now. And then sometime this week, after you've had some time to think over it, decide what you can move forward with right now and what you need to add to a someday list. Because sometimes we give up on the things that we want to invest in too soon. And it's okay to say that you know you want to invest in this thing, but it's not for right now. And then you can start to make a plan for when that is going to be the right time. You can reassess it at the end of the next quarter and say, is it time for me to invest in this course or is it not the right time still? So I want to just leave you with that, that it is okay to invest in your business and it's also okay to say that it's not a good fit right now. And I just hope that whichever side you are on, that that permission is the permission that you needed. I know that investing in your business is scary. Trust me, I have invested quite a lot of money into my business over the years, and sometimes it's worked out amazingly, and other times it has not. I have paid a lot of money to hire someone in my business who I had to end up letting go within a two-week period. I've actually done that twice, where I've hired someone and had to let them go really quickly because it was just not a good fit. So sometimes you make an investment and it doesn't work out, but sometimes you do, and the results are just out of this world and you can't imagine having not made that investment. So hope this process was helpful for you guys. I would love to know what investments you're considering for your blog, maybe for next year for 2022. So if you want to go connect with me over on Instagram at Grace and Vine, I would love to hear if this episode resonated with you and what your big investments are that you're planning for for right now and for someday. I would love to be able to cheer you on and support you in those decisions. And just as a quick reminder, if you're interested in checking out the Food Blogger Summit, definitely make sure you go do that before it is completely gone. You can go over to thefoodbloggersummit.com and check out everything that was included this year in the summit and also sign up for the waitlist if you see it later. So that is all I have for you guys today. I hope that you will go and take action and really start to go through this process to consider the investments that you have coming up for your blog. And until next week, I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would love for you to screenshot it and share it with a friend. You can tag me on Instagram stories at Grace and Vine. For the show notes for this episode, head to thevinepodcast.com. Talk soon.